Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to my very first episode for my wrestling talk segments. Um, prior to this, everything was, you know, wrestling talk related was put on my YouTube channel, which um, from here on out, everything's going to be here on Spotify. Um, the reasons for that is just because, you know, the YouTube channel that I have was a gaming channel and I just want to, you know, I don't want to mix wrestling and gaming, you know, I just want to have that strictly gaming. Um, for the future though, I will probably, you know, create a YouTube just for wrestling depending on how things go. Um, I do plan on creating a Twitter account as well, just strictly for my wrestling as well so I can like I said I got to keep things a little bit separated because right now my Twitter I have a little bit of everything with gaming wrestling and even like personal life so I just want to you know separate that as well um I am right now in the process of trying to come up with a name for my wrestle podcast um if anyone has any suggestions I'm definitely down for that before I get into the main topic of this video which will be the current state of WWE and what I would do if I had 100% control of WWE, like what I would do to actually fix it and make it better. But before I get to that, I just want to let everyone know what they can uh, come to expect from these future episodes. So just like on my YouTube, I will be doing recaps and predictions of upcoming WWE pay-per-views and NXT TakeOver events. I also will be covering... AEW once when they you know start having their weekly episodes as well and um as far as the pay-per-views for AEW that really depends because honestly if you know, I don't know how often they're going to have their pay-per-views if it's going to be a monthly or quarterly thing but I do know they're probably going to be like 50 to 60 bucks and that's you know the old school way and I don't know if I'm uh want to even though it's definitely worth it you know paying for that you know uh, it just really depends if I'm able to actually cover that, but, um, you know, that's something that's going to be in the, you know, in the future. As for other videos, um, definitely Q&A videos. I, you know, I love talking wrestling, so any, um, questions anyone has for me, I definitely will be more than happy to, you know, do, um, some episodes for Q&As. You can ask as many questions as you want. I can have one person ask 20 questions, and I promise I will answer each and every one of them unless there's a question that I feel like that's offensive or I just feel uncomfortable answering if that's the case I will let you know I'll say hey sorry I can't answer that question for so and so reasons but um I also would like to have you know guests on the show too I can you know have someone to talk wrestling I mean if I could have someone you know who wants to come on every show and you know you know talk wrestling you know that is definitely you know cool as well um so, like I said, if anyone's interested in doing any future episodes with me on here, definitely hit me up on Twitter. And then, um, any anything going on in the wrestling world, you know, anything big happening, you know, a big debut, a new title, you know, or some kind of big event going on, I'm definitely going to be covering them in my episodes as well. Um, I do want to let everyone know my next episode. I'm not exactly sure when that will be. It may be this Friday, either this Friday or sometime next week. I do want to do a video on the current state of the women's division in WWE and NXT. Uh, I am a really big fan of women's wrestling, and I do like talking about women's wrestling. Actually, my favorite wrestler when you combine men and female is Ember Moon, so... You know, I am a big fan of women's wrestling, even before it actually became popular. Like, when I 
got back into wrestling 10 years ago, Kelly Kelly was my favorite. So, um, yeah, that will be my next episode. I will have more of an update on when exactly I'm going to do that sometime this week. But right now, let's get to the topic that I want to talk about. Where is WWE right now? What do they need to do to fix things? So right now, I honestly can't say how WWE's doing financially. I don't know how well, you know, they're doing with, you know, the network subscribers and all that. So that's, you know, maybe they're doing really good financially. I don't know. Um, I do know that they do very well with those Saudi Arabia events and they just got done Super Showdown. So I know they made some, you know, money right there. And um, I also know that they got really good TV deals right now. And you got that big one they just signed with Fox several months ago believe that was like what a five-year one billion dollar contract so i think they're doing pretty okay you know money wise but the big problem with wwe right now is the ratings the ratings have been down and they just keep going down and honestly there's a lot of reasons why i mean first of all just you know raw and smackdown smackdown actually isn't really that bad but i think raw not doing you know well does hurt smackdown because at the end of the day raw is you know the more well-known show and that's the show that is watched the most so if that is doing poorly that does you know discourage fans from wanting more you know because if you're watching monday night raw which is their big show and it's not doing good why are you going to want to watch anything else you know why are you going to want to dedicate more time of your life to wrestling so that's kind of an issue the more hotter the product is the more encouraged fans are going to be to actually want to watch more and then um so yeah raw not doing well is uh is an issue the other thing is you know, wwe is um they're failing to build new stars and that is killing the ratings as well that is killing the ratings because there's you know i mean wwe has the most talented roster that they've ever had for both men and women and they're just not create new stars you know and um i know it's 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 really hard though i know they have like i said they have a lot of talent you can't book everyone strong but there's been wrestlers throughout the last few years that you know could have became big stars and they failed um, I'm going to give you a few examples. Um, one of them is Bray Wyatt. He was on fire at one point, and then at WrestleMania 30, he lost to John Cena, and he has not been the same since. And then he started gaining momentum again the next year, and then lost to The Undertaker, and then it's just been downhill from there. Braun Strowman is another example. He was on fire. And then at uh, No Mercy in 2017, he lost to Brock Lesnar and, you know, wasn't the same either. He did start gaining that momentum again. And then at WrestleMania 34, he was put in a tag team match with a little kid. And that, you know, was a little silly. That wasn't the kind of, you know, role he should have been into. He should have been more of a serious role. That was just kind of a little silly thing. Um... And then he started gaining momentum again, and then he lost, you know, he won the money in the bank, and then he lost it. A guy like Braun Strowman should not be losing. I mean, he should easily be able to win that title without the briefcase. The fact that he did just, you know, really hurt his momentum. And then when Roman Reigns, you know, had to um, vacate the Universal title, you know, because he was diagnosed with leukemia, they put Braun Strowman in a match at Crown Jewel versus Brock Lesnar. And that was the opportunity to put the title on him and, you know, actually give him a proper push. 
nope, he lost, and actually, like, what, a two-minute match, I mean, yeah, he took, like, three or four F5s, and, and then, you know, even Baron Corman, you know, knocked him out with the title, too, so he did, you know, he did take a beating before he actually got pinned, but still, Kevin Owens, another example, he got built up very strong, very quick, and then John Cena defeated him, wasn't the same after that, and you've kind of seen a trend here, John Cena, you know, he killed Bray Wyatt's momentum and Kevin Owens, and not only he killed um, Rusev's momentum, kind of Seth Rollins' momentum, you know, and then um, Roman Reigns could have been a big star too, they just shoved him down our throat basically instead of building him up properly i think him getting injured i think was in 2013 he got injured and he was out for you know a few months and then he came back and was shot to the moon and fans rejected him you know i think roman reigns heel turn would definitely help him and i'll actually get to that you know later in this video Sasha banks is another one you know i mean she's She's, I mean, she's a four-time Raw Women's Champion and also a former Women's Tag Team Champion. So she has, you know, you know, title reigns, but she's never, ever successfully defended the Raw Women's Championship. Every time she's won it, she's lost it immediately. Her and Bailey did successfully defend the Tag Team Championship once at Fastlane against Nia Jax and Tamina. That was cool, but then, then losing at WrestleMania, that was just bad. Because right now the Iconics are doing absolutely nothing but losing on TV and just looking silly. And it's not doing those titles any favors. So WWE has had lots of opportunities to build up lots of superstars. And that's the thing is star power. We need star power because, you know, yes, your hardcore fans will, you know, be loyal to the product regardless of how much they complain. But, you know, you need to, you know, bring in the casual fans. You know, you need to bring in mainstream fans and all that kind of stuff and you're not going to do that with just good wrestlers with you know little name value you need to build people up and uh, start gaining generating a lot of buzz with these guys and wwe has not been doing that doing that at big events like wrestlemania and SummerSlam or where you want to do it at because that's when you know people you know who are former fans or you know like the, the casual fans will tune in and if you showcase these wrestlers properly it will attract fans and make them want more you know, um, a perfect example is a few years ago when The Rock won the WWE Championship, I heard a story that, you know, a former fan, you know, started watching wrestling again because of that. He wanted to see The Rock again, you know, with the championship, and then he ended up, after The Rock left, he continued to be a fan of WWE again because he really liked CM Punk. WWE featured CM Punk really strongly, and then boom, you know, more fans. So basically, um, starting with what I think WWE should do is, um, first of all, you know, Raw and SmackDown, they need to do better at booking the show. It's very, very repetitive. You're seeing the same things each and every week. For the most part, I mean, WWE does go through stages where they actually will be doing very well with Raw and SmackDown. They'll be doing new things. They'll be awesome. And then they go back to that same old formula. It seems like almost every show starts out with, you know, some kind of promo, and, you know, and um, then it leads into a tag team match either right then and there or later on that day, and kind of just tired of seeing that, like, personally, like, I want to see more main events that are, you know, one-on-one -on -one main event, you know, um, more championship 
title defenses to on Raw and SmackDown. I mean, don't do it so much to the point where we're seeing it every week and we kind of expect it. But I definitely think that um they should have the women, you know, um the Iconics defend those Smack or not SmackDown um the women's tag team titles in the main event of you know either SmackDown or Raw. They they need to drop them titles. I'll get to that you know shortly. But doing you know more um title matches on Raw and SmackDown too without making them silly um another thing is to do more stipulation matches like i know when they were doing those gauntlet matches with kofi kingston leading up the wrestling that's that's great stuff like that you know it's something new you know do those do those kind of stipulation matches on raw and smackdown that you would not do on pay-per-views because i i understand some you know stipulation matches require a lot of time you don't want to have any one match take up too, too much time on a pay-per-view just because you have a lot of other wrestlers you want to feature on it. I get it. Do an Iron Man match on, you know, Raw or SmackDown. Especially with, like, the Revival. You know, them and the Usos in an Iron Man match on, you know, like, Raw. That would be awesome. The fans would definitely dig that. And it would be a fantastic match. And that's what they need to do. They need to start having you know, better quality matches, especially with AEW, because we know that is exactly what they're going to give us. And that's the thing, if WWE doesn't do things now, you know, your hardcore loyal fans, they have something else now. They have AEW. Why watch, you know, same old, same old Raw and SmackDown every week and dedicate five hours of your life each and every week to WWE when you can get AEW, which is probably going to be a two-hour show of great wrestling each week. You know, so that, that, you know, that's going to be an issue for WWE, so they got to make these changes, you know, give us a false count anywhere match, give us a cage match, I mean, they don't really do cage matches that often anymore, I mean, I know we got it, one at Money in the Bank with Shane McMahon and The Miz, but do a cage match on Raw, do a Ring of Fire match on Raw, I mean, do something, do start doing more stuff, you know, more stipulation matches, take some risks, you know, do something new, um, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I mean, right now, how much worse can things get? You know, take some more risks. And um, and I know WWE has been, you know, taking some risks lately, and that's fine. Like, you know, I know some fans will still complain, and these are the same fans who sit there and say, oh, we get the same thing. Who cares? Do something new. Take a risk. You know, what do you really have to lose right now? So I, I, I want to see them start taking risks. You know, they need to start making the product a little bit more edgier. I think they should go back to TV 14, you know, because honestly, they need to make they need to make wrestling cool because back in the late 90s, which is, you know, the best time to be a wrestling fan. And I remember as a kid watching wrestling in the attitude there, wrestling was cool. You know, it, it was cool to be a wrestling fan. Now, not really. I mean, I'm very proud to be a wrestling fan, and I you know I'm very vocal about wrestling. I'm not shy about posting it on my social media or wearing my wrestling shirts, but it's not cool anymore. It's not cool. It's very PG. I mean, I know they do some edgy stuff here and there, and I love it when they do it, even though some people may call it controversial or whatever. I don't care. Make wrestling cool. Get a little bit more edgier. Get a little bit more controversial. Who cares? It will generate buzz. Another thing, too, is the titles. There is just way, way, way too many titles right now. Um, I personally think they should unify the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles and then the Raw and SmackDown women titles. At one point, I wasn't a fan of that 
you know, I was not a fan of them unifying the titles just because I liked having, you know, an exclusive tag team and women's title on Raw and SmackDown. And then for, like, the women's, there's so many talented women on that roster. Them just having one title to fight for, I did not like it because it took away opportunity. But now, since they got the tag team titles, I'm okay with it now. But there's just way too many titles, and it's almost, you know, next to impossible to really properly feature each and every title when you have so many. Because, I mean, right now, I mean, the Cruiserweight title is basically a pre-show title. And then, you know, your Raw Tag Team Champions, you never even see them on TV. And even your SmackDown women's, or not SmackDown, I keep saying that, your women's Tag Team titles, you rarely ever, you know, see them defend that too. That, that title looks like, you know, crap right now, unfortunately, because... It's being held by the Iconics who aren't def- aren't defending it. When we see them on TV, they're getting beat up. They're losing. You know, it's just getting ridiculous, you know, unfortunately. So, I think, you know, unifying, you know, those titles will do good. And I also think they should just do away with the Cruiserweight Championship in 205 Live in general. Like, I know some fans may not like that. But, like I said, it's a pre-show title. And it seems like WWE's been slowly you know, trying to get rid of the 205 Live anyway. I mean, we've seen, you know, a lot of their wrestlers being transitioned to the main roster guys like Ali and um, Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. And they also, you know, Hideo Tommy, you know, they let his contract run out and they released TJP. That 205 Live roster is getting really small right now. And I, I think they should just do away with that title you know, and I'm even potentially retiring the United States Championship too. That's something to consider. But I, I would start with just unifying, you know, the Raw and SmackDown women's and tag team titles, and then um, you know, just getting rid of the 205 Live division and the Cruiserweight Championship. I think they should start with that right now. As far as when they should actually unify these titles, I think they should do that at Survivor Series because that's when they traditionally do, you know, Raw versus SmackDown anyway. Me, personally, I would have um, Becky and Bailey still champions, and I would have them go one-on-one. I think that would be a great match, and I really want to see Becky turn heel on Bailey. When Becky turned heel last year at SummerSlam, you know, the fans loved it, and honestly, I love Becky as a heel. When she turned face, I was a little disappointed. At first, it was fine because she had that Stone Cold Steve Austin vibe. But then, you know, after, you know, main event at WrestleMania, she's too busy, like, thanking the fans and all that kind of stuff. And that's something, Stone Cold never thanks the fans, okay? That's just, you know, she's not, you know, doing the whole Stone Cold rebellious thing anymore. And I think she needs to turn heel. And honestly, like, I can see her holding the title for a decent amount of time anyway. And, you know, word is that she's going to be on the cover of the new WWE 2K um, 20 game, which is awesome, so she's gonna hold that title at least until then anyway, so her turn and heel and, you know, giving her title run a fresh new look, you know, makes sense, and then, um, as far as the tag team titles, I can't really say who will be the champions then, because it just really depends, I would, you know, hopefully by then the Undisputed Heirs on the main roster, them, you know, fighting and winning those tag team titles then would be cool you know uh i think you know i think they'll debut you know sometime shortly after you know the next uh nxt takeover 
especially that that's around when, you know, AEW is going to start airing on TV weekly. So I think, you know, bringing Undisputed Era up and, you know, generating some buzz and interest, you know, makes sense. And then um, as far as when they actually retire the Cruiserweight title, it, it doesn't really even matter. I mean, they'll probably SummerSlam around then. And honestly, that doesn't really matter because that title just doesn't really feel that important anyway. Um, sorry to anyone who's a 205 Live fan. I, I'll admit the wrestling is awesome, but it's just no one really watches that show. And it's just, you know, like I said, it's just like a pre-show title. So as far as, you know, making the product look cool as well, I, I think, you know, cooler looking shirts. You know, there are some cool looking designs for some of the shirts and merch that come out, but a lot of it looks kind of kiddie-ish looking. You know, shirts back in the day look really cool. Like, I remember that Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt where he's holding up his arms and he has, like, the snakes as his arms. That was really cool. So I think, you know, just better designs would be, you know, cool. Um, bringing back Pyro, too, to start off Raw and SmackDown, you know, I think that makes the show feel more special, and I know the fans like it, I mean, it's definitely something cool to see live, um, I think they should go to, uh, back the two-man commentary team, honestly, I think three, three people on the commentary team is too much, I personally, on Raw, I would have Renee Young and Corey Graves, they were great together in NXT, and I think they'll be great together on the main roster. As far as SmackDown, I would do Michael Cole, and I'd have the Road Dog go. I think the Road Dog would be fun as a comet commentary. So, um, you know, especially because you know he's a former DX member, and I could see him kind of, you know, giving Michael Cole a hard time, you know, throughout the show. I think that would be pretty funny. And then, um, the last but not least, when it comes to making the product look cool. I would um change the intro. I would have better music for the intro. Like I love the intro for NXT. I would do something similar to that. Make it look cool. And then as far as building new stars, there's three stars. Actually no four stars that I want to focus on. On making them a big star buy on next year's WrestleMania. One of them is Roman Reigns, and I can and I think we can all agree that he already is a big star as it is. But not at the level that he should be. You know, he does get a lot of booze. So what I would do is I would have Brock Lesnar cash in the money in the bank on Kofi Kingston sometime in the near future. As much as I hate to see the title taken off Kofi, it's, you know, I think Brock cashing in on him is going to happen, whether, you know, people like it or not. And they've been teasing him doing it with Seth Rollins. I think that's just to take away the attention from him actually doing it to Kofi. Especially with um, Fox going over to... Or SmackDown going over to Fox. You know, and the WWE Championship is, you know, featured on SmackDown. I think you know, Lesnar will win that. What I would do is I would have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in the main event of SmackDown on the very first episode of SmackDown airing on Fox. And I would have... Roman Reigns win, but I would have him turn heel and join up with Paul Heyman. Just because I feel like he needs to turn heel, you know, I think it would definitely, it would, it would be a shock because a lot of fans are to the point where they don't expect it to happen because he's basically the new John Cena. Because the thing is, they need to do what they did with The Rock. The Rock, you know, they, when he first came up to the main roster years ago, he was a face. 
and fans really did not like him. Then he turned heel, and that's when he got really popular. And then when he eventually turned face, the fans loved him. That's what they need to do with Roman. I think Roman needs to be a heel. And then I think that if possible, he could defend the WWE Championship against The Rock at WrestleMania 36. I know that's a long shot considering The Rock's schedule, but it was a rumored match for last year's WrestleMania prior to, you know, Roman Reigns getting diagnosed with leukemia. I think, you know, and then they can kind of do what they did with The Rock and Hogan where, you know, Roman could turn face at the end of the match and, you know, boom, then there's your face again. You know, Vince McMahon gets his guy. You know, the fans will be happy because of the heel turn. You know, that's an idea. Now, the three other stars that I really want to build, one of them is Bray Wyatt. I think there's a potential with Bray Wyatt because of this new character he's doing. So I love the Firefly Funhouse segments. I think they're entertaining. I love that mask that he was shown wearing on the one episode. It's really creepy. It's scary. I like it. I'm, I'm interested in see how they uh, carry over this character to the ring. But I definitely think, you know, when he does debut, he should just be a monster. Okay, he should be a monster. If they wanted to kind of do like a split personality thing with him where he's doing this really happy, good guy kind of thing. And then he turns into this scary demon beast thing, whatever he's going to be. That's fine. Um, I do think he should have a WrestleMania match against John Cena. And the whole storyline to that match should be, you know kind of a real life thing where he had momentum and then he lost to John Cena and he hasn't been the same sense of him beating John Cena is kind of redeeming himself and uh, I mean John Cena you know should be used to put over wrestlers now anyway since he's part-time so I like that you know Bray Wyatt versus John Cena I, I like that idea for Wrestlemania another guy is Ricochet now Ricochet I like this guy a lot because like I mentioned, we, you know, WWE has the most talented roster that they've ever had. And it, because of that, it is hard to stand out because there are so many good wrestlers on it. But the thing is, Ricochet, he stands out. He does stuff that other wrestlers don't really do. All those little flips and all that kind of stuff he does is really cool and it makes him stand out. He has that really cool, like, superhero kind of entrance. He has a pretty good look to him. I think he could be a big star. Um, what I think should happen is I think that after the Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe feud is done and over with, I think that Samoa Joe should come out as United States champion, have him feud with Ricochet. They could have a SummerSlam match. Ricochet wins the U.S. title just so he could have a mid-card title run. And then eventually at um, the Royal Rumble, Ricochet can defeat or you know win the Royal Rumble and then go on to challenge. I like the idea of him versus AJ Styles for the Universal Championship at uh at WrestleMania 36. Obviously, he has to beat um or AJ Styles has to beat Seth Rollins first. That can uh you know eventually happen too. Um, but Ricochet versus AJ Styles has the potential to be a five star match. I think you know that, that's fine if that's a face versus face. You know, neither one of those wrestlers have to turn heel. The fans will eat it up regardless. And then, boom, Ricochet is a big star. I think, you know, he could pull it off. And then last but not least is Ember Moon. I'm handpicking her out of all the women on the main roster just because she's my favorite. But also, she has the potential to be a big star. She is fantastic in that ring. She, uh, 
has a she's very athletic. She's an excellent striker. She has, in my opinion, the coolest finishing move in you know all of wrestling right now. And she has so much charisma. You know, every time she comes out, I get excited, and you know, I think a lot of other fans do too. She has, you know, that underdog kind of, you know, vibe to her. And I would love to see her at Survivor Series on Team SmackDown. I would love to see her win and be the lone survivor. Um, Have everyone on her team getting eliminated. And it's just her and everyone on the other team is still there. Had no one on Team Raw has been eliminated. Have Ember Moon get her butt kicked, but still managed to eliminate everyone, kind of like Dolph Ziggler at Survivor Series a few years ago. I mean, it wasn't him versus the whole entire other team. It was like three guys left, but still, I think, the you know, if it was just her versus everyone on the other team, the fans would get behind her, and the fans would cheer the heck out of her for winning it. I think that's the first, you know, way to build her, and then the Women's Royal Rumble have her win, and then go on the WrestleMania 36 to challenge a heel Becky. That would be an excellent match, and that would be an excellent WrestleMania moment. I think Ember Moon deserves it. She is an extremely hard worker. She's really dedicated to the business. She's really grinded it out, too. I mean, she literally was on that NXT roster competing at live events and dark matches for a whole year before actually debuting on NXT TV. And then she, you know, they didn't really put her in any storylines or do much with her other than just random NXT matches when she did debut. And they finally put her in that feud with Asuka only for her to lose. But then she eventually did ultimately win the NXT Women's Championship. And I, I think she deserves to be, you know, you know, a WWE Women's Champion at some point. So those are the four stars I would, you know, really want to build up. And then also, last thing I do want to talk about is that uh, 24-7 title. Honestly, I love the idea of that title, but I do not like the name or the look of it. I do think eventually R-Truth could be the person, but he can actually kind of put himself in disguise and actually change the title and change the title name in order to kind of fool people. That could be WWE's way of actually like giving that title a better look and a cooler name. And actually making for an entertaining segment. Um, other than that, that is what I would do if I had 100% control over the company and if I was trying to fix it. If um, anyone has any suggestions on what they would do, you know, s- send me a tweet on Twitter. Um, definitely, uh, you know, give me, you know, your opinions on what you thought about some of my ideas. Um, I do want to thank everyone who watched this for tuning in. Like I said, um, follow me on Twitter. I will give you an update on my next video, which will be the state of the women's division and you know what I think about what's going on and what I think about who should be pushed in the women's division. Obviously, I'm going to talk about Ember Moon too, but there's other women who I do like you know, on both the main and NXT roster that I think should get pushed. I will talk about that in my next video. All right, thank you for tuning in.